Every January for the past 27 years, Glasgow brims with Celtic music from Scotland, Ireland, but also traditional music from all the continents with Celtic Connections, one of the biggest music festivals in the UK. This festival offers more than just good tunes. It's also a forum to experiment with tradition and debate why it's still relevant today. Our correspondent Asa Samake Romo attended the festival and sent this report. When Celtic Connection started 27 years ago, it was meant to be a quiet winter celebration of all Celtic music traditions. But the festival has greatly expanded, with over 2,000 musicians from all over the world participating in 300 events. Today, Celtic Connections is as much about Celtic culture as connections to the world's traditions. Donald Shaw, the creative producer of the festival, explains how it's evolved. The backbone of the festival is, is traditional folk and roots music, um, particularly um, the historical legacy of traditional music of, of Scotland going back many, many hundreds of years, whether that's the music of the Celts, uh, who were, of course, a, a travelling tribe that we know came from essentially northern Africa and through all of Europe and Celtic regions like um like Brittany and France and Galicia and Asturias and up to Scotland and Ireland. So we explore that and celebrate that tradition and Gaelic songs, indigenous languages. But we're also very interested in the direction of folk music today and how that develops. And and part of that is understanding our international cultural partners and indigenous languages from around the world and and, and other traditional music forms. Not every artist at the festival does Celtic music. Ahead of a concert at Drygate, Valérie Ikoumé, a French Cameroonian singer, remembers how surprised she was to be asked to perform at Celtic Connections. At first, she thought it was a misunderstanding. Um, looking back, I, I, I think that my, my reaction wasn't as open I, as I could be because everything is connected, you know, so... Um, Whenever where, whenever the continent uh, uh, and all the stuff, this is only like details, you know, music is music. And uh, so I think that the name uh, Celtic Connection, Connections, is the key word here. Ayman Jarjar, who was born in Syria but now lives in Scotland, shared the stage with Valérie Koumé. The world-renowned classical guitarist and arts and culture ambassador for the Scottish Refugee Council has adapted tunes from all over the world to show that musical traditions know no borders. Uh, yes, I mean, the, the good thing about classical guitar is that you can play uh, many different styles and different uh, uh, genres and uh, different kinds of cultures can be represented there so although traditionally the, the instrument has been more Spanish or Hispanic uh, and uh, I will include some of that today, so some pieces from Spain or Latin America but uh, it, it can also uh, be uh, uh, a good instrument to play other musical tradi traditions, so I'm, I'm going to play uh, an arrangement I made of a Syrian piece for example uh, and other uh, pieces from different parts of, uh, of the world. 
As well as giving audiences an eclectic mix of music styles, Celtic Connections also offers a platform to artists who want to reflect on the meaning of tradition in our 21st century globalised world. Donald Shaw explains what tradition means to him. It means two things that many people think are different, but I think they are the same. Um, one is is um, diversity and one is identity. And actually, although you may think that uh, identity is a polarizing thing, identity actually can be with open arms. You know, what is your identity? And let me understand from this. Um, but also, it's a way to focus uh, on the the roots of music and, and what is the identity of that music in the in the first place and to give respect to that <clears throat> but also to say well the world is changing and uh, we must adapt and let music have its own natural journey at the same time as protecting where it came from in the first place you know as a festival we're it's our job to in some ways protect but it's also our job to to uh, have a very wide spectrum of opportunity for musicians to experiment. Over the past 20 years, the Scottish traditional music scene has experimented with new influences. Salsa Celtica, which will celebrate its 25th birthday with a special concert at the festival, is no exception. Edinburgh-based trumpetist Toby Shippey tells more about how Salsa Celtica started. You know, we, when, we, when we started we were playing um, pretty much straight-ahead salsa. And at that point in Edinburgh, there was um, was coming up to the devolution to the first Scottish Parliament, and there was quite a feeling of sort of renaissance of Scottish music and Scottish musicians looking outwards and Scottish musicians trying to do something new. And so it was a really natural thing to do. It really wasn't a strategy to to try and uh, cr be famous or create something new. It's just something we were all drinking together, and so we kind of did it. And we were like, "Oh man, that feels fun." Experimenting can also mean using a traditional instrument in a more contemporary music. Rebecca Hill, who has just released her first EP, and Gillian Fleetwood are committed to proving that Scotland's original traditional instrument, the harp, has a place in modern music, despite what some traditionalists might say. Rebecca Hill. I think it's so funny um, when people get a wee bit... Um, maybe... Precious? Yeah, precious is definitely the word about, uh, about because when they were passing the song, the folk songs and the and the Gaelic songs and the tunes before, it would have all been by ear and it would have all been through conversation. Yeah, and, and it would have always been modified. So it, it's it's quite funny when people do get quite protective over it. But I think it is good that people are so protective over it. It's great to have a tradition with such passion. Gillian Fitzwood agrees that tradition can paradoxically be brought up to date. <sighs> I do love it, I respect it, but there's also just a part of me that just wants to kick against it. I want to slap it around a little bit. There's actually also some really bad attitudes that we also can really move on from, and I think being too bound to tradition can just leave you with a, a rigid mindset, and I just think that without imagination, and imagining actually a, a type of future which is better is also quite bound in reverence that I think sometimes you can find in people who are really passionate about the tradition. We have these resources, we have um, incredible archives. It's now really important, I think, that we can push harder to, to make versions of that which are relevant 
to the type of future that we also want to see. Reporting from Glasgow, this is Asa Samaki Roman.